Welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, I just want to take away my face. Okay. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are continuing along. It never ended. This is uh, episode two. And it's my first time using this Zoom thing. So I just need to figure out, we're gonna have live callers. There's gonna be a clown. There might be a burlesque show later on. Anything can happen today on our show. Uh, so let me cue up the intro music while I get our live callers in and I'll be taking calls. You can call me. I don't know the number, but you can call me. And let me just cue up the intro song so you know we're official. first live caller. Hopefully our caller will hear us. Uh, caller? You're oh, live? hey, Frank. Hi, you're live on the air? What? <laughs> What's going on? Hold on, I had, a, I had music queued up for this. Yeah, me too. Did you? So you, play, you play yours and I'll play you mine. I can't hear it. You hear that? Nice. The chipmunks. <laughs> it's the Tammy's Egyptian Shimba. Oh, I don't I don't know that music. But this was mine. This it was says, mine. It says please request record permission from the meeting host. Are you recording this? Yes, it's going to be only audio though. Wait, can you hear this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, maybe you can just uh, maybe you can just send me the recording afterwards and I think cuz it's your meeting, you are recording. 
Okay. But your audio is still recording? It's uh, not going to be like an hour of me, like my audio. My audio well, can hear your audio. Yeah, it should be. Okay. If you, if you want to test it out, you have to go into your... Yeah, kitchen. I tested it. It, seemed, it's, it looked like it worked. Did you test it, it after I started talking? No. Why don't you test it so we don't record a bunch of bullshit and then we can't fucking use it? Let's take a chance. <laughs> Two hours of me talking by myself. And me being like, yes? No way. Ha 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 I was going to welcome you to my podcast. We'll oh, you can welcome me. Heather's podcast. Welcome to the Space Royalty Podcast. I don't have my co-host with me that I normally have. But no you, way. you just get me today. Nice. I'm yeah. like a homeless man with a laptop who's talking to people. So it's not at all anything like a podcast or a radio show. <laughs> well, you're on Spotify, which is so cool. Uh, your podcast is called The, Thun- the Terror Dome. Terror Dome, yeah. Okay, why'd you call it The Terror Dome? Uh, it was the first song that I used as an intro. And I don't know, I just thought it was a stupid name. And it's like, it's, it's silly. Like there's an Indian guy doing yoga. I was like, yeah, terror. And, and you've had like, like 5 million downloads, I think. At right least now. 10. Yeah. I've had 10 viewers. <laughs> I think we are at, I think we have 25. Wow, that's a lot. But that's I, like I, serious. That's a cult almost. That It's a cult following almost, yeah. It's almost I mean, a cult. We're fucking professionals, the two of us, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird doing this. Like it's it's honestly I really hate virtualness. I hate anything virtual and technology. Aren't I guess you like IT? Yeah, like I I do it. But <laughs> <laughs> I like to explore other parts of me, you know? <laughs> it, it's funny. Like I I don't know, it's just whatever you uh like doing this, like talking to people virtually is, is, is crazy. Cause I feel like when I talk to people, I need to get like, I need to get their vibe. Like you really yes. get like their essence. And it's the same thing. Like when people are like on Instagram or, you know, like online dating, you see their, their photo and you're like, Oh yeah, that looks fine. After you meet them in, in person and you're just like, Oh, your fucking vibe sucks. You're like you're shit. Wreck. <laughs> you're yeah. a garbage human. <laughs> honestly. And it, it's honestly, you, you, you really like, it's stupid. And it's so it's things like my mom who's spiritual says like, you know, you don't get the vibe of somebody, but I'm like, Oh man, like, I actually believe that. It's, it's true. a real thing. It's a real yeah, thing. It's, true. it's especially true. I think for people who, um, who go for cheap laughs like we do. Um, mm, yeah. You have to get like a vibe back from somebody or you don't know if it's funny and you, yeah. can't, like, you can't like riff off of whatever they're putting yeah. in. It's not as yeah, funny. You, yeah, and you, you really don't get like the authenticity of somebody and you don't know when things are appropriate or when it's inappropriate. Like in a, in like a professional setting, you know that you're supposed to be you know, like straight laced and talk normal and, you know, pause when you talk. But like, if you're just meeting somebody, you just want to get to know them as, you know, I don't know. I don't fucking know what I'm saying. Online? No, you're totally right. Yeah. That. Like I, I find that online, um, the online conversations are like so fucking painful sometimes. Yeah. 
And especially now, I don't know if it, like, I didn't have a lot of online conversations before this whole quarantine thing. So like, like, I don't know if it's just now I'm like, I don't, I mean, I didn't really do a lot today. I don't really have a lot to report to you. (laughs) Like, what am I supposed to tell you about what I did walking around my house? Like, I I don't remember the last time I got a shower. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's kind of like, if you're a good, um, uh, you know, those people who just have small talk, like if you, if you're a good small talker, then you're probably killing it online right now. Like you're, <laughs> because you're just, you, it's just fucking daily life. You know, you're just like, Hey, how's the, well, that's nice. You know, and I, I hate it. I hate small talk. I avoid it. Like in the elevator, Sydney always gets angry at me because in the elevator we get in and there's somebody else there. I'll literally put my head down and I, I like look at the wall like I'm ignoring them. And she's just like, you know, you look like a thug. Like you look like you're a criminal. You look like you've done something wrong and now they're like coming to get you. But I'm like, I don't care. What the fuck are they going to say to me? I don't want to know my neighbors. Yeah, I also hate small talk. I, I hate to say <laughs> At work, like in, when I'm in my office, I have like I usually have a set script for the day. Oh, like that I, helps. I decide what I'm going to talk about before I go to work, and then I just repeat it. Mm. And it's so terrible because, like, it, sometimes I do have like regular conversations, but not often. It's usually like I just decide what I'm going to say, and then I just go for it. And it's, I think a lot of it's because I fucking hate small talk. So if, yeah. I, if I know what's going to happen, I'm like, all right, this is uh, whatever the fuck I'm going to talk about for the day. Yeah. Yeah. That feigning interest, like showing that you care and uh, it's, it's tough. Like, I get, like I, mean, I get, you, I get it. You have to do it to be a normal human being and to get on with life. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's honestly like, uh, like I, I can't do it. Like say, and I have this problem with like, uh, like anybody I come into contact with like small, like, I, maybe I'm socially awkward or socially retarded, but like servers, uh, anything customer service. And it's so funny because I did that job growing up. Like I did all those customer service jobs and I was probably the worst employee just because I didn't want to engage and, and do any of that stuff. And so it still kicks in now. I don't think it means that you're socially awkward or socially uh, you know, R word. I'm not going to say retarded. I just did. Don't say it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that means that. I think that means that when you don't engage in a lot of small talk, I actually think it means that you're um, like emotionally advanced or something like that. I I, I empathize too much. I think that's what it is. I think (laughs) that's like some sort of emotional. uh some position that you get into where you're like you want to have genuine conversations so like, yeah it just seems so fucking stupid yeah yeah that could be it it could be it it really could be it that could be why you know i find uh crazy things funny or we both find crazy things funny like we find well that- I, I actually really enjoy uh our our um relationship <laughs> right? because we have this perfect relationship where we only send each other fucking ridiculous videos every yeah. every month. Yeah. COVID, it was like every three months I'd get a text from you and it was some hilarious YouTube video or a link and then I would laugh and maybe I would send one back. Maybe I wouldn't. 
because it was just like, oh, that was funny. And then I yeah. would be another three months before we talked to each other again. And it's always fresh. Then we get to yeah. see each other like, oh, I haven't worn more. <laughs> we haven't exhausted each other emotionally and we fucking hate talking yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a common bond. <laughs> we have a common bond of talking yeah. every three months and not wasting our breath on each other. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good relationship. That's like uh, the healthiest of healthy. I think so. We don't wear yeah. our with each other. I quite enjoy it, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It was something interesting about, like, those videos. Like, when I see something so crazy, like, you had to think, number one, somebody recorded it. Somebody was like, I have to record this. And then after it gets sent out to the world, it's like, oh, man, like, midget, like, those Indian midget dancing to, you know, they don't have, like, arms and legs, and they're just yeah. twirling around and... There's kind of this really interesting thing that happens with, like, we were talking about it a few minutes ago of like, you get a vibe from somebody or there's like, yeah. some, like sort of social, there's like social cues and you yeah. miss social cues with stuff like that. So I think like people don't have the, that don't possess the regular filter anyway. Then mm -hmm. we have access to these things, <laughs> make TikTok videos. Yeah. <laughs> immediate response from people people are either going to like it or dislike it but i'm going to get an immediate response from them yeah. don't have the filter so they send out this stuff that's just and i don't even know if they know that it's funny for the reason it's funny for <laughs> yeah yeah like I, I i think i sincerely think it's so sincere like that like when you see somebody trying to be funny like trying to make like a comedy skit or trying to make something not authentic or whatever and after they they do it you're just like oh that's kind of cringy like even if it was well done or you, you know but there's something uh i don't know that i like in like their authenticity of it like they're you know drooling and trying to talk and say i don't care about the haters yeah <laughs> there's something really funny about authenticity i agree i also yeah. authenticity to be absolutely hilarious and like yeah. forced, forced comedies painful have you seen live improv on on skype or no no oh it's so no. brutal it's so yeah. brutal i've seen it a few times now i have a friend who's in an improv group and like I, he's actually quite good in the yeah. in the group like even on camera but like the there's some other people that i see and i'm like oh like it just, <laughs> it just like makes my insides like twist around i'm like fuck i don't even want to want yeah. like i had to get off a few times because i was just like so disturbed <laughs> in my soul by the play that was happening like they were trying to force funny and they weren't yeah. getting the vibe off the crowd like normal yeah. and so it was, it was like oh for fuck's sake yeah. so what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, I get that same feeling when somebody plays like the acoustic guitar and they start singing like they're just around and they're just like let me just pull out my guitar and they just like and they're so serious about like that you know it's like okay yeah you probably are talented and 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 you know whatever like good for you and after they pull out their guitar start playing and i'm just like oh you're you're raping me with your feelings right now stop it it I makes me feel so uncomfortable yeah like i didn't yeah. ask for your, yeah. your musical feeling <laughs> yeah who said anyone was playing <laughs> guitar here like what the yeah. fuck is the bedouin sound clash going on like, yeah 
myself. I also yeah. 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 I, I, I guess it's like I, I'm like super aware and I guess I am empathetic to like their feelings. But I like I used to have that problem like going to like live concerts. And if like nobody was like into it and you're just seeing like, let's say like they're playing something upbeat and no one's dancing, you're just looking. And yeah. the expectation is like, I'm not going to fucking dance. I'm not going to be the only one, but power to the guy that gets up and he's the only guy dancing. And he's just like, yeah. And he's the only one. He doesn't get anything started. I like that guy. Yeah. There's still something so odd about, you know, like they're doing something that's, I guess, intimate or a talent. And and it's just doing stuff just to do it. Like there's a concert just to attend it. I hate yeah. that. that happens so often at concerts. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I go to I go to tons of concerts and festivals and stuff. Yeah. And like it happens so often where I'm standing there, I'm like, do you even like did you like this band? Or did you <laughs> show up here? Because like that I'm like rocking around singing to it and dancing yeah. and I'm thinking, I'm like, what are you doing? You're making this weird. Yeah. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing? But I think it, people do that so often, right? Like they just kind of go with the flow of things. Yeah. I, I think uh, like, well, like being here in Ottawa, we have like a lot of like older people that go to uh, like the jazz fest and there's this kind of like young group playing and they're super good. Super, super, super good. Very, very talented. And it was their stage and then after a bunch of like lawn, uh like a big like lawn a field i guess and then after there was just a bunch of like old people with their like lawn chairs just sitting like across and all the young people had been pushed out like so they were like on the outside and the, like you know this funk rock kind of soul group is like playing their music and it's just these old people just sitting on the lawn chairs i'm just like oh this is kind of ruining the vibe yeah, yeah, there's this thing that happens in where I live. Um, we have this like very small pavilion in our like downtown square. And in the summers, like from June to September, we, the town hosts uh, different bands in the pavilion. And then there's like a farmer's market and blah, 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 blah. So what that, the exact same thing happens. There's just like all these old people that, set, and it's not to say that old people can't be there, but yeah. like, like, <laughs> and you're fucking everybody like if you know you're not gonna sing and dance along or at least like act like you're enjoying it fucking sit in the back what are you yeah. doing yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing right now you should at least do like wheelies and they're like wheelchairs like you know just so that you know that they're something. still alive something something i don't know pop along with your hands don't yeah. like, like there though like oh man it's so brutal yeah it's it's really bad i feel bad for see like i i can empathize for the for the musician like this is probably not what you expected and after i can also empathize as the fucking audience like oh this probably this fucking sucks like this is brutal but i wonder how like a lot of um i remember uh like uh like rappers a lot of the people like a lot of rappers, like gangster rappers and stuff, like they're gangsters, they're from the hood, you know? And then after I see like a lot of their concerts, it's just all white kids, you know? And they're just dancing and, and having fun. And I'm just like, is this the expectation? Is this what the rapper thought he was gonna get into, you know? Did yeah, what think? was your expectation before you did this? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, really... 
you know, I, I have to say, I, I, I have that feeling with my artwork sometimes. Mm. I stuff like I have a lot of pussy art that I make and nice. I don't make it for anyone in particular, but I think I have like a thought in my head of like who will enjoy my artwork. <laughs> and then when I homeless like, guys, Oh my God. But when it comes to people actually like viewing it, uh, it's yeah. like sometimes I'm like, you are not like, I did a show recently. Um, it was in a house and all my pussy arts up. It's all over the place. And, I don't, I don't think I thought about the crowd that was going to be there. And then it was mm. just a bunch of older people like, hmm. <laughs> just judging. So, and I actually, I had it up in, um, in a cafe. I had, I, I did a show with rock and it was up in a cafe and I, I went in to take a picture of um, like the wall that it was on. Mm. And I was standing there and two people were sitting at the cafe table and they were, um, they were like critiquing my work while I was standing there. Mm. They didn't know it was, it was my work. And yeah. they were like so uncomfortable with it. And it made That's so me, funny. Oh my God. <laughs> but it was fun for me to perceive that because I was like, oh, this is like a secret thing where like I get to overhear. And it was fun yeah. when I actually, like when people know it's my work and they're not enjoying it, I'm like, hmm, this is not what I expected out of this actually. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, the the expectations, eh? Or or like have, thinking that you have an audience and uh oh, uh, that's yeah, or just like not getting the the I I sympathize with the you know rappers and musicians and whatnot when you don't get the audience that you think that you're gonna get. It's so yeah. Cool. That's why you got to do it for yourself, though, right? It's just yeah. like podcasting. Authenticity. Podcast, I don't know if you listen to any of them. Uh, but like they're they're ridiculous yeah they're ridiculous and yeah. like we just like doing it and interviewing people but we don't do it for any i think that's like one thing that i've gotten into where i don't do it for any particular audience mm -hmm. i just kind mm -hmm. of do it but it's so much fun to just do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true that's true <laughs> that's the way it should be just do it who cares what other people think and isn't that easy to say now, now that we're 30? Or easier, I guess. Now that we're 30. Okay, like on to the talking points that we have. On to the talking points. On to the talking points. Being 30, being, being 30. 40, being not 20, and not <laughs> Well, I actually think I remember my threes. I think I do. That's the juicy and fruit story where talk about um, you know wrinkles and wrinkles, sags, getting fat, staying getting fat. fat. Yeah, I actually like I had a goal for myself where I was I was growing out my hair and I was like I'll grow it out to my boobs, but then my boobs keep getting longer, <laughs> <laughs> so the mark keeps moving. And then, <laughs> suddenly, I was like, what the fuck happens? You hit twenty nine and a half, and your nipples just like the meat of them just descends into your pelvis like Jesus you just look Christ. like a national geo or discovery national geographic uh it's starting to look like i mean i'm looking at my boobs like oh man i just it's be like eggs on a doorbell eventually and it's gonna be so sad <laughs> so that's what happened to me when i turned 30 what happened to you uh I just thought that I could keep eating the same way that I have always eaten and that I could lose the weight in like a week. Like I, I honestly thought I, 
I, I used to be able to put on like 25 pounds and lose it in like maybe a month and a half, like easily. Like I would eat, I remember in university, I would eat shawarma plates like every second day. And it was like, it was no problem. And after once like summer hit, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to work out. I'm going to, you know, like think about what I'm going to eat next. And now, like, even if I eat like a, like a, a piece of chocolate, like I feel like I've just gained five pounds for like a month and yeah. it's not going to come off. No, it's no matter how hard, how hard I poop or it's still, no it stays there. <laughs> That's so funny. It's true though. And did that happen like 30 hit and then you were like, yeah, like I think that's when I started becoming like more aware of it. Like I was like, Oh, it's not that it's like, I could still work out like crazy, but I'm still fat. Like I'm still going to have dad bod. <laughs> so it's like, I seriously have to stop like, like eating really bad. It's immediate dad bod, right? Like yeah. it's so crazy what happens. I, I eat pretty well. Like I'm, I'm pretty strict about, eating shitty food but I just don't do it really but I did notice that as well like your metabolism does slow down a little bit and you're like oh shit I've got to be like super careful now or I'm yeah like a fucking I don't know like I like I go to KFC every day like, <laughs> I, like I bathe in the fucking fr- the fat pits afterwards yeah. just everywhere yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's chips. Like, I see, like, a bag of chips, and I'm just, I just destroy it. Like, I can't even control myself. I can't control myself, but, like, I'll close the bag, and I'll put it away, and after I'll climb over, like, my, like, chairs and just grab it, open it again, keep like eating it. And then after I fold it, and after I fold it again, and after I put it back, and, like, five minutes later, I get back up, unwrap it, eat it more, and I'm just like, yeah. Why don't I just put it in a fucking bowl and eat it? Like, it's, it's so stupid. I do all these things to, like, try to stop myself. And it's still, I'm, I'm like a dumb rat. Like, I, I'll just keep going. Rah, rah, rah. What's your thing to stop yourself? Just folding the chip bag? Yeah. Hiding it on your side. <laughs> Flipping it upside down. Yeah. Just like, oh, I can't open it now. What do you do to keep yourself in shape? I hide food from myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably doesn't help that you live with like a super talented baker either. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't help. You I know, like fucking I, bread I, shit on the go all the time. Yeah. Well what like what I found is like uh she can't perfect like gluten free recipes and they all like turn out like shit, but they still taste kind of good. So she's working on that. I don't mind that. I don't <laughs> I don't know if you can perfect a fucking gluten-free recipe. It's hard. It's really it's, hard. It's, they're like so heavy and fucking. They're just dense. Like yeah. Kind of, what do you use for flour? I don't know. Dirt. I don't know. Dirt's gluten-free, right? Sand. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking seems like there's sand in most gluten-free recipes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sorry. And speaking no. of gluten-free. Um, so we were talking the other day about doing a segment I've been so excited to do. Oh my God. I, so the segment is reading Amazon reviews and questions. <laughs> so I'm so excited to do this with you. I've been trying to convince my uh, podcast partner to do it for like, oh my God, since we started the podcast, but he's not into it. So yeah. I, told, I told him I'm doing it fucking solo. <laughs> so excited about it. So uh, one of the one of the reviews, I'm gonna actually, I want to actually like read reviews. I'm gonna get a, yeah. couple, a couple, a couple up. 
one of the reviews just to give you an intro was colgate toothpaste and one of the questions on the colgate toothpaste amazon buying page was is it gluten free (laughs) 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 and uh, and it made me laugh so hard amazon reviews and questions are just like it's like the epitome of human stupidity yeah it's like that's where you see the most stupid versions of humans is fucking TikTok, Instagram, yeah. and Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or really anything where you can comment, like YouTube comments, Twitter comments, anything that is like, it's, it's just, it's stupid. It's terrible. Why do you think that is? You think it's just because people have like an outlet for their stupidity? People have always been dumb, but now they have an actual outlet for it. You know, I saw my dad kind of get into technology. Like he's, he's always been into technology, but he's recently got into like social media, like learning that he could talk to like a mayor of some small village and call him a corrupt asshole. Knowing that he could do that is, is probably empowering to him because he, <laughs> he posted on Facebook. So I could see where he's getting the thoughts like he's like oh i'm gonna give him a piece of my mind my dad's 65 years old and you know talks politics on his facebook page and thinks that he's doing the right thing so it's like a part of he's like oh we're giving voice to the tortured but then after you also see you know like just stupid like just because they can troll or just because they can say something they'll just say it right it's empowerment it's totally empowering it is it is very empowering if you I care about that stuff i had a um i had something happen to me recently i am on a, an executive board for a university um, oh, wow. for an art it, for the art um it's like an art club so yeah. i recently posted this um it was like a meme that, or not even a meme. It was a picture that I posted of a snake and it said danger noodle. And it was, yeah. it was supposed to kind of, um, it was just supposed to be like an intention grabber. Mm. So many people were offended by it, but oh. then not only were they offended, but they commented about it. Really? And it, oh my God, Frank, it was friggin' ridiculous. And like the things they were saying, like it was phallic and I, I felt unsafe. And I was like, oh, really? yes. And I was like, wow. what are you talking about? And then I was thinking like, do you just like, I, I, maybe people just feel like they can just say whatever the fuck they want. And they're, mm-hmm. and, and people are just so ready to be offended these days. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot, like uh, what doesn't, what doesn't help is like learning all these like new words, like safe place and uh, like introducing all these words into your vocabulary. (laughs) Yeah. You're introducing these new things and you'll be like, Oh, my safe space or, Oh, I feel, you know, gender binary or or whatever it is. Like, it's like, like it's diminishing like the real, people who probably honestly feel this way yes. some like soccer mom who's like you know this is gender binary or whatever yeah and i think you're, you're really right. taking it away we're like a again you're we're empowering the wrong people it at is. least that's the way i feel like no i think you're right about that it's like we're a bunch of two-year-olds that just learned what 
fuck was for the first time. You're just yelling fuck because it says it feels good to say fuck. Yeah. But yeah. you're right. Like that's what people do online too. They yeah. just it's new words. It's new words that just come into Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's sad. Interesting too because I think the new words, it's I my thought on it is that the new words are not, they're not just, it's not just a new word like lit. It's mm-hmm. not just a new word like lit. It's a new word that has a lot of context behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and it's a complicated it's, word. It's a complicated <laughs> word. And people yeah. just like throw it out there willy nilly like they would lit or fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't just use that. Like you can't just use anthropomorphize in a sentence. You can't yeah. just throw that in there. It's a complicated word. Yeah. You can use it, but you can't just toss it in there. It's a hard word to use. You know? <laughs> yeah. The same with fucking, you know, all the other words that we're using. There's just so much behind it. And I think, yeah. I think as a whole, maybe people are just too dumb. Yeah. I'm too dumb to use some of the words. Like I hear yeah. your work. I don't know what that. I don't understand what that. Yeah. Means. Yeah. <laughs> or you you have like a new word and you're like you're trying to oh you know I'm going to use this word today and you're just trying to find like the right moments and that's you because you're too stupid you don't remember the word. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I look up words and then I hear them I'm like ooh that's good and then I try and use it in a sentence I'm like you're so fucking stupid that's not how you use that word but like at yeah. least the two of us have like the common sense to be like yeah that's that's yeah. how you use that and we yeah. probably try it out in smaller circles rather than yeah. the, the internet yeah. <laughs> try it out with our family members yeah. first like hey what do you we throw down a word and then when it's awkward, like, oh yeah, my bad. I should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, like sometimes it works. Like that's where like, you know, good marketing, like the gluten-free thing, it works. Like you put gluten, I, they, I buy things that say gluten-free all the time and I'm just like, oh, it's salami. It never had fucking gluten. Well, yeah. Clearly. But I still got me to look at it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's gluten-free. I'm gluten-free. Am I? I guess I am. <laughs> So it's it's like it, sometimes it works sometimes it works and you're just like oh in that, like on bags of milk like can you imagine they put like gluten-free on it you're just like uh I, yeah i mean I guess. they have to do it on toothpaste now i guess oh, somebody geez. was asking on the amazon review if the toothpaste was halal and i was like <laughs> halal? like what does it have fuck <laughs> What the no, they, fuck? Have, they have to flip it upside down and squeeze the, the toothpaste. Maybe that makes it halal. Or a priest has to come and bless it. Well, somebody um, somebody responded and said, like, there was a specific website you could go to to find out if it was halal or not, which I, mm. I was like, well, I'm glad that exists. But also, like, why, why does anyone have to ask if it's halal or not? I mean, I understand you want to you know make sure that all your stuff is halal if you need it to be but like is there a reason the toothpaste wouldn't be is what my concern is like what's yeah. in it, that, what it like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's really um, odd okay so i'm gonna pull up some amazon reviews we're gonna fucking go over some. Do you have any that you have pulled up in the past? No, I was looking at lots of Amazon reviews, and I was looking at you know a lot of uh, foods, and a lot of the foods 
like I would look at the one stars because I was just like, oh, five stars. People are just like, oh yeah, it's great. It does the trick or whatever. Well, and that's a lot of like some people in the five star reviews. Some people put the funniest stuff, like that other toothpaste one that I sent you the other day. Mm, um, where she's just saying. like. So I've pulled up a random, a random. I'm I've, I'm just gonna choose things that are household items that you probably would see. Maxwell House coffee. We're gonna. Mm. Can we say this on the? I don't know if we can say it on. We're probably not popular enough for it to even fucking matter. <laughs> That's the blue coffee. We're probably, yeah, it's the blue coffee. I'm going to see if I could pull up the Q&A on it. What did you, what did you find the other day? You said you were looking at I, I, I looked up at mayonnaise, Hellman's mayonnaise. A lot of the times people would be like, it's expired. It, it's all oily. I'm like, yeah, that's mayonnaise. It fucking happens if you warm it up. Oh my God. Uh... Oh, one of the first questions is, does this come with Mez Maisel Haggadah? I don't even know what that means, but the answer is Tuesdays. (laughs) 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 So it does happen. (laughs) What? Oh my God. So funny. Let me see. What does that even mean? I don't even know. Isn't isn't coffee just coffee? Does this canister have an actual handle for your fingers or can it slip through or is it a grip handle? <laughs> oh my this God. Canister is designed with a contour shape, making it easier to hold. Why do you need to know if it's an easy hold handle? I mean, maybe people have, <laughs> maybe it's somebody who has rake or shovel hands. I don't know. Maybe they don't have grip on their hands. Maybe. Maybe they're seals. Question, is this instant coffee? Answer, no, it is ground coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm sure all of this is in the description. That's why they're funny. Okay, question. <laughs> Do you have Maxwell House? They spelled Maxwell, Maxell, by the way. They didn't even spell Maxwell. it right do you have Maxell House decaf coffee? Answer, I don't have decaf. It defeats the purpose of drinking <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. It's really funny, yeah. And then there's no other. Okay, I'm going to look at some reviews now of this. Um, you said we're going to go to some one-star reviews. Yeah, the one-star reviews are always like, oh, it's fucking damaged. They won't give me a refund or... This is not a good deal. It's always something stupid like that. It even boggles my mind that like people could still, people can get groceries delivered to their house. Right? It's ridiculous. There's so many, there's so many places that are doing, although I do like the, um, I do like the, um, the delivery to the house thing. And then it. Um, I don't see any good. Oh, here's a good one. <laughs> Lemon. <laughs> this is why I read Amazon reviews. Lemon Jelly wrote one star. It's disgusting. And then her, her um, description was, it tastes like someone took a grab in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> is that for the coffee? 
it's for the coffee. It tastes like someone took a crap in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> How would she know? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe she's into like, I don't know. Maybe she's like into I, Cleveland steamers or something. I, I've had bad coffee and it's never tasted like someone shit in my mouth. It's tasted bad. It tastes like dirty water with like a hint of coffee. Uh, she, she, somebody may have just shit in her cup. Most of these are, most of these are um, just reviews about how it's a really stale flavor. So Maxwell House is not doing very well on the. Okay, what, else, you, what, what else should you, should, you look for? You should know if you're getting Maxwell House coffee, like it's a very below average to average, I guess, coffee, right? Like it's, and it's cheap. It's like $7 for like three pounds. I think you should know that it's like mostly chicory and you're getting bullshit in a can. Yeah. Thing, right? Like, yeah. like you should already know that. It's just hot, hot flavor. We're going to go over. It's just hot <laughs> flavored. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to go over to some high quality coffee kicking horse. Uh, oh, this one, you'll probably find a lot of people saying, oh, it's so expensive for what you get. It tastes like hot flavored. It tastes like hot flavored. I ordered whole bean. Why did it come ground? You probably <laughs> fucking ordered ground, you idiot. <laughs> uh, I remember I saw a, a, a review for like a 50-inch TV, and it was like $300. Uh -huh. And a lot of the people, like I, I looked at the reviews, and a lot of people were saying, I didn't know there would be ads everywhere on this TV. So, it, so I guess like when they turn on their TV, just like a bunch of like ads pop up and they can't remove them. And oh, you know. Oh no, that's hilarious. What? Yeah, that's yeah so, so But I mean, again, you should know that there's, you know, something wrong with a $300 50 inch TV. You know, being cheap never. Uh, Somebody never wrote that they toss their their coffee in the garbage. Tastes like a really weak version of Folgers. No coffee aroma. Smells like chemicals. Much less caffeine than green tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like, were you expecting it to have more caffeine? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, broken glass in coffee beans. Oh. <laughs> there was a small piece of broken glass in this bag of beans. Luckily, my coffee grinder caught it. What mm. the fuck? Fucking, oh my God. Bad, no beans about it. Disappointing flavor, not whole bean. <laughs> oh, man. How many of those do you think are like their computers? You know, like the, the neighbor roasters are just like, yeah, your fucking coffee tastes like shit by this one. We are having a COVID contaminant coffee competition during our isolation. And while our favorite coffee house is closed, having tried seven organic varieties thus far, this kicking horse smart ass is our winner. You have hmm. to throw COVID in there just to... 
just <laughs> to get some views on it, right? Like that's what people are that's what people are doing. They yeah. COVID into everything, so they like, <laughs> ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Um. Oh man, I think we're getting a bunch of duds on these ones. Mm. They're not really. They're not really all that good. The, what about the, toilet plungers? Toilet plungers. That's a good one. Let's try that. Yeah. Because that seems like an an emergency uh, buy that like you know. Well. It's like I need this fucking shipped overnight. I don't have a toilet plunger. Uh, Mr. Clean Turbo Plunger. Or toilet plunger double thrust force. Oh, double thrust force. I think we got to go with a double thrust force. That sounds like a poor name. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a call them double thrust force. Ooh, <laughs> double thrust force. Hot. <laughs> Four out of five. <laughs> five features. Sturdiness, 3.9. Easy to use, 3.9. Suction to power, 3.8. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> Plunger gets the job done. Extremely slow shit. Works good, but the poopy water stays in the plunger and it's hard to get out. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite the predicament, actually. Like, yeah. That, I think that's a shit problem. Like that's not a plunger problem. That's like his shit. His his poops are probably too hard. Yeah. Why are your poops so hard, my friend? That's. What, <laughs> you know what, I, I think people people need to start writing back to these things questions to their to their yeah. like inquiries to their ratings. Like why? <laughs> what size is your shit? Why are you? <laughs> Why are you writing a review about your poop? I don't know if I've ever written a review about my poop on no, no. on the internet. <laughs> I've, gone, I've gone to the one with the people are asking really funny questions. How tall is the plunger? Is the is the trim color blue like it appears on the photo? <laughs> <laughs> it needs to match the decor. Yeah, what the fuck? Is the, is the color of the plunger head blue or black? Blue, as shown in the ad. What, like, why are people asking these things? <laughs> oh, my God. This is hilarious. What is the length of the plunger? Why are people asking all of these weird questions? This is why I enjoy Amazon reviews so much. Like, what are you – why did you ask those questions? I have no idea. <laughs> This is what I've been doing during COVID. What have you been doing during COVID? Anything exciting? No, absolutely not. Really? I kind of like, like this. Like this is like house arrest. This is like I could for sure do house arrest. It's like, yeah. I Yeah, you know what? I've actually had the same thing. I've been thinking like it's really not. I don't know why everybody's complaining about it so much. Yeah. I, I just complained because of like the, like we could. Like, I'm not a doctor, nor do I claim to be a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but I, I honestly feel that we didn't have to do this whole quarantine thing. I think if they would have said, like, you know, if you're 55 plus, stay at home for, like, three months and don't gather in, in big groups, 
And if you have any underlying uh, symptoms, stay home for three months, for four months, or whatever it is. And then after the rest of us could, you know, go off. But I'm not a doctor, so. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I don't really know why everybody is complaining so much about it. Like, it's almost like the perfect situation for me because normally I'm like, oh, I don't really want to go out and hang out with that, those people. Yeah. Do I yeah. want to go to that party that I was invited to? Uh, I always think it's a good idea. And then it comes around. I'm like, mm. Said no, and yeah. now oh, I just I have to. <laughs> I guess I just have to stay in my house and do my own thing during the day. It's not yeah, it's not that bad. I don't know why everybody's complaining about it. Yeah, I, I really like this. This is like where I'm at my best. Is at yeah, home. I feel like I thrive in in places like this where like oh, you have to stay home and just do your own stuff. Day. Like what the fuck? Yeah. It's like a, yeah. it's like a scenario for me. Yeah. It, it sucks for the people who aren't uh, getting paid or don't have money. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I'm in the non-essentials boat. I get like pogey, but I'm mm. not gonna, like I'm not making even close to what I normally make during the month. Yeah, like yeah. not even not even brushing it. It's ridiculous. Crazy. But like, luckily, I'm in one of those people that has like some money set aside. So I'm. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah. I don't know how you're long, responsible. How long is it? Well, that's that's. I mean, shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some ways, some ways, I am. Um, way to think of the future. Way to think of the future. Loser. Loser. Like I don't know what other people are doing that don't have money set aside. Yeah, I just assume everybody has like parents that have money. And they and they just give them money. Well, I also think like I don't know in terms of people, you know, you paying for things. Like it just seems like you can't take blood from a stone. Like even if you don't have money, I don't see how people. I just don't see how people are going to take what you don't have from you in a pandemic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know you're worried about it, but like just don't pay some things. Like, yeah. your rent, like your rent you can, yeah. you can get kicked out right now you know like, yeah. like fucking yeah. fucking matters rates yeah right and that's what eight months eight months for squatting i think so i don't know i think i, I think like it's once you start smelling then that's like the okay so i found a good review it's a friggin plunger and toilet bowl cleaner and it works I spent way too long deciding which toilet plunger slash cleaner combo to buy. Hours of reading customer testimonials. Hours. <laughs> weighing, weighing the pros and cons of various brands. If you're reading this review, you may be in the same boat as me. I'll make it super simple for you. you She's already written too much. Like if it, she wanted to keep it simple, she should have just said, this plunger is great. Thanks. There's a, there's <laughs> but chapter three, please go on. <laughs> Okay, hold on. This is the best review. <laughs> Are you trying to avoid rust spots on the brand new tile you just put in? If so, this is the plunger slash cleaner combo for you. Are you planning on using this item to clean the public restroom restrooms after a Yankee game? If so, this plunger slash cleaner combo is not for you and you should invest in a commercial cleaner. Do you mm. clog your toilet daily and destroy the bowl like a ball? <laughs> If so, this is not the plunger slash cleaner combo for you. You're best off 
ceasing usage of indoor bathrooms and utilizing the great outdoors. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a normal human seeking basic, cheap, and functional plunging slash cleaning capabilities? If so, this is the plunger cleaner combo for you. Thank you, Jared, for giving us the best review of the day. His his recommendation is to just shit outside if yeah. if you're looking for any other plunger combo. That's, oh, that's that's better than that one. Yeah. Did did I send you the video of the Chinese lady uh, going into like a this lady's lawn? I think it was in Vancouver, and she just goes and takes a dump on her lawn, and then the lady comes out. The lady comes out and she's just like, hey, hey, what are you doing? That's, what are you, you just took a shit on my lawn? And the Chinese lady is just like walking towards the lady. And then after she's just like, oh, okay, like, I'll, like she's just like gesturing that like she's going to pick it up. And she just starts picking it up with her hands. And then after the lady comes back out and she gives her like a bunch of doggy bags, she still picked it up with her hands and she's shoving it with her hands in inside the the bag oh my god yeah. which lady picked it up with her hands the chinese lady who shit in the lawn the one who was the shitter picked it up yeah with. yeah oh my yeah. god she picked it up with her <clears throat> hands yeah and then started shoving it into the bag like she probably never had a dog or she probably never picked up her shit but you usually use the, the bag as like a out. Yeah, but she was just grabbing it with her hand, putting it in the little oh, bag, just squishing it in. God, that's so disgusting. Yeah, and and she didn't look sick. She didn't look like mentally ill. She was wearing like an all white outfit. If you wear an all white outfit, you're you're definitely like sane. And if you keep it clean, you know. She wiped it on her pants afterwards. I no, no, I think I think she's just used to shitting. She's used to listening to that Amazon review. <laughs> And she was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a monster shit because I'm okay. a Neanderthal. Fuck it. I, oh. you know what? I used to work in this student clinic um, in this really bad part of Hamilton. And um, one day I wasn't feeling great. And so I couldn't treat that day, but I was following the clinic supervisor around. And we had to go like open up the building. And so we walk around the back. And there was a staircase that went down to the basement. So we go down to the stair- down the staircase. And there was this shit of giant shit. And I was <laughs> and I was like, I was standing there looking at it like, what the, is that a shit? And my clinic supervisor was like, oh yeah, that's definitely human. And she was oh. like, well, we're going to go sweep it up. So in it, but like, it was just a dump. That was the thing that got me is it was just a dump with nothing around it. So somebody just shit, they mm. just shake it and didn't do, they didn't wipe after they just mm. dumped on the ground and left it in, yeah. in a little area in a basement of like a commercial building it was <laughs> and then the, the lady the lady the, the supervisor that i was with she just fucking swept it up with a broom oh man power to her power to her it with the broom it was disgusting it was yeah. the grossest it was the grossest thing i've ever one of the greatest yeah. I've ever seen. That that's pretty gross. Do you think that they did that out of like defiance? Like they were just like, you know what? Fuck this clinic. I'm waiting too long. I'm gonna take a dump right here. <laughs> and they're just like, and they I went mean, over to the next clinic. I think meth makes you need to shit a lot. 
Yeah, or so, any kind of hardcore drugs, probably. Yeah, like, I was assuming that it was a meth-induced shit because <clears> of the area that it was in. Um, yeah. But it was, like, well-formed, so maybe it was just a disgruntled person. Yeah, a, a healthy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that person's been eating kale the last little while. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's a kale and brown rice shit right there. It's, it just, it's just a, a sausage that comes out and then squeezes, and it, the ends little, you know, like it was like a perfect sausage. That's that exactly just came what out. it was like. It wasn't like what I would assume a meth shit was like, but mm. I, I don't know if I've ever really seen a meth shit. I'm just assuming yeah. Yeah, that's per- that's pretty fucking gross. But speaking of gross, I remember when I, when I was fifteen or so, my neighbor was like eighteen, and he was like a heavy drinker. And we were hanging out on New Year's uh, in his room, and we were just like drinking, fucking drinking peach snaps and Goldschlager and oh, eating popcorn, no. just dr- like just drinking like Labatt Blue and just mixing all of them. Like it was disgusting. And uh, one of like there were three guys in like a room, and we're just drinking and watching like TV, and it was stupid. One of them was like 13, I was 15, and this guy was 18. It sounds like a, like a fucking molester, but it's not. He was a really cool guy. But um, Yeah, it sounds like some <laughs> stuff went down there. You sure everybody came out of that? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I turned out fine. It was 45. <laughs> it sounds like it was weird, but it wasn't that weird. <laughs> He's in prison now for molesting lots of children but nothing ever happened to us but, uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know why everybody's kicking up the shit you know this guy's cool no but so so anyway we were we were drinking and i i don't drink a lot like anyway like i i really don't drink and uh for whatever reason the other like the two guys are getting super drunk because it was new year's it's not for whatever reason and then and then so all of a sudden, one of them's just like, "Oh man, I'm gonna par- I'm gonna barf, I'm gonna barf," and then after he he puts out the the popcorn bowl, spills the popcorn stuff, and he's like, "No, no, don't barf on my carpet, barf in in the bowl," and he starts puking in the bowl, and then after the bowl starts getting filled up, like with like hot puke and his, his his thumbs were kind of inside of the of the of the bowl and the the puke is just rising and he's still like blah, blah. and then after eventually like he doesn't stop and i'm watching this from like the side like oh my fucking god this is disgusting <laughs> And then all of a sudden, he's just like, you're going to have to fucking stop. And he's just like looking at the puke. The other guy keeps puking. And after it, eventually, like his thumbs are stuck inside of the puke. He stops the puke. Like he drops the puke. The other guy starts puking on his, on the friend. And I just fucking ran out. Like I was like going to throw up. Like I was like, this is the most disgusting thing in the world. And it, it, it must have been a fucking disaster to clean up. And I feel bad for the mom who probably has to walk into that room and it's probably steaming, you know, and she has to be like, oh my God. scrub the things down. Why would the bowl drop the bowl and the puke? Yeah. Oh and then after he started puking God. on the other guy, like he started puking, 
on the other guy. Like it was. That's like a. It reminds me of Family Guy, like when yeah. and Ryan are fucking just puking back and forth on each other. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot like that, you but know, nasty. Some like every time you tell me a story, it sounds made up. Yeah, it does. <laughs> every time you tell me a story, it sounds made up, and I don't know if it's because you have the most interesting life or if it's. Yeah get into bizarre situations or if it's because you have a normal life and you just save all the good stories mm, i don't know I, I i really i think i i experienced a lot in life you know like i was kind of like i am like i am now it's just now i'm just lazy and i just say no to everything but like when you're young you know you're just outside like i honestly spent all my time outside like i was not put indoors i was just told Go outside. <laughs> so uh, I'm serious. Have one of those awesome plans. Fuck out of here. Yeah, like they, like they grew up in a time where like the village raised you. So why are you? My parents are from El Salvador. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they, you know, in a tropical paradise, you just go outside all the time. So I just did the same thing, but in Ottawa. So I just literally spent all my time outdoors and that's where I, you know, you'd meet like lots of interesting people, like tons of interesting people. Yeah. And after eventually when you turn 16 or 15, 16, you're just like, oh, this person could probably get me arrested. I should not hang out with this person. <laughs> oh, this guy's going to juvie. Yeah, I should probably not be your friend. Isn't it's that like, interesting? Oh, like when... Yeah, when you turn 16, you're just like, oh, there are consequences to being stupid. Yeah. Maybe I should read. Maybe I should do something more productive. Yeah. Maybe I should be selective of who my friends are. But I, I feel like what people do that, though. I don't, yeah, think, I don't I, think people, I don't think, go through that in their life. They don't get to that point where they're like, oh, I should stop being a, a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I honestly, like, I mean, like, it, my life could have went, like, a whole bunch of different directions. Like, there's tons of luck involved, like, being right place, wrong, uh, right time, or being at the wrong place at the wrong time. But, like, at, like, 15 or 16, like, I was like, oh, like, do I want nice things in the future? Maybe I should choose who i hang out with or maybe the, i should is that the tipping point for you is 15 16 years? yeah like around around six around 16 like there started like consequence like it wasn't fun anymore like they're like just riding your like you know when you're eight to 13 you ride your bike around and you you know you you do stupid things and you break things and you're just like a kid right and then after when you're still doing that at like 15, 16, it just progresses into like, like uh, stupid things at that age. So it's like what turned out to like, you know, like throw sticks or rocks at people eventually turns into like stealing stuff at the store, which eventually turns into stealing stuff from cars, which eventually turns into, you know, stealing things from people, breaking into houses. And it's like at 15, 16, I started to notice like, oh, that's the progression. Like uh, the progression is, is just like, for you? Uh, people like my friends started breaking into like cars. Like once that was like, 
No. What, like once, once people started breaking into cars and once I started hearing about like, oh, they're like stealing like change from cars or just seeing if the door is open and then stealing from like the store, like gum or, or chips or stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I think this is going too far because I like, even then I had like a, I was, I watched a lot of TV as a kid. If I wasn't outdoors, I watched like whatever was on Fox from like 6 p.m. to like one o'clock. And it was always like cops. I always watched cops and America's Most Wanted. Love cops, eh? Oh, I love it. I love it. It's awesome. I love it so much. <laughs> but uh, I was petrified of like, you know, like I would see like the cops break into like a house. And I'm like, what if one day I'm at somebody's house and the cops break in? I'm fucking guilty. You know what I mean? Like I look guilty. I am not fucking playing, you know, and that stuff always petrified me. Just like, you know, getting caught for something or, you know, getting arrested for something. It's like, Oh, your life is over being put in a prison or having like these rules set on you. Like I can't even do that. So yeah, you get put in a cage for stuff like that. No. What were your parents about? Like, because they're from El Salvador, right? Yeah. So because they're from El Salvador, what were their values around that type of thing? Were they just kind of letting you like run around and they did, they, did they tell you like, Hey, we expect this, this and this from you or no. cultural value there? They never said, they never had any expectations. Like they never said like, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be, they always just said, you know, just be a good person, be nice, be like a respectable person, you know? Uh, but they also didn't give like much, um, like uh like guidance they were just like if you fuck up you fucked up like if you you know if you can't like i used to get calls from school the principal would call my dad and he'd be like oh frank is um he's uh uh you know uh, he shows up late and he distracts all the other kids <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> But like, I would have all these like behavioral problems, like so-called behavioral problems, but I just had like lots of energy, but, uh, and I just wasn't steered in the right direction. But, uh, my dad would say to like the principal would be like, well then tell him, tell him to show up to class and tell him, uh, you know, to stop bo uh, bothering all the kids because if like I tell him he's, he's not, he's not going to listen. He's going to do what he wants, you know? And after my, I'd be like, don't call me again. Like, tell him if you're going to suspend him, suspend him and kick him out. I don't know. Throw him in jail. Like he'll figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> there was like a, there was like a strong sense of like independence. Like, uh, you should know better. Like if you fuck up, well then you take that fuck up, but is, learn is from your, from your mistake. Or is that like, yeah. like that's something like from like El Salvador? It's like something no. as well. I, I think it's, I don't know. It's, it's weird because they're the black sheeps of their family. Like they never fit in, in their family. Like they oh, grew up. Yeah. So they were both like black sheep, very independent. If you want to do something, you got to do it yourself. Don't trust anybody. You know, they had like a very, like, if, if you just try hard enough, you'll, you'll get whatever it is you want to get done. So they kind of had that like attitude with me too. You know, they would say, you know, you have no reason to, to suck in school. You have a brain and there's a library, you know, figure it out. 
fucking you know? figure it out. People don't do yeah. that much nowadays. No, it, it, it's it's a culture of pansies. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't you can't give kids critique at all anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it seems like yeah, a lot of like people will get like their feelings hurt or, you know, like I remember um, my parents. They my my dad. He he had like a pineapple, and I was probably like six or seven, and he's just like, "Can you open the pineapple?" And I was just like, "I don't know how to open a pineapple." Like I. She's just like, what do you mean you don't know how to open a pineapple? I'm just like, it's just not. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> he's just like, oh, you're fucking stupid. And he'd, he'd just go and get a knife and he'd open it or, or whatever he had to do. I still don't know how to open a pineapple. But he didn't even show you. He was just like, you, yeah, go figure it out. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. So what? What? How old were you when you came from? Because you were born in El Salvador. I was born here. No, I was born here. Oh, you were born here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How old yeah. were you when they came over? Uh, like 34, 35. Oh, so wow. around there. That's old to like switch country. Yeah. Country. What made them? Oh play? yeah. Uh, there was a war. It was just like instability. Instability. Uh, yeah, and they kind of saw like no future in staying there, and they're right. Yeah. Oh, so they were refugees then. No, they came as landed immigrants. There was like a big, uh, uh, like a, a like the first wave of people from El Salvador or Central America was all like in civil war, but uh, they were pretty like lenient in getting like a lot of uh, landed immigrants uh, to come into to Canada and yeah, yeah. But then after they kicked out a bunch of them too, they deported them back. Like a lot of people got deported back and. What? It is like they big, were like, like, come on in, actually. Get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because... What were they kicking people out for? Just bad behavior. Like, if you were, like, a criminal, or if you did something bad, or if you broke the law, they would just send you back. There's a lot of people who did that. Like, it, like yeah. Yeah. It's a problem country. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know much about that. What does your dad... What do your parents do? Uh, my mom doesn't work. And uh, she just takes care of the home. Oh, nice. And my dad, uh, he's um, a lab technician for fiber optics. Whoa, that's great. Yeah. Did, did he come over with that position or did he like... No, my dad, my dad studied languages. So he studied like English, French, uh, Portuguese. Really? How yeah. How does he speak? Uh, four maybe. Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah. That makes me yeah. feel fucking inadequate. I have barely <laughs> goddamn language. How do you speak? Two. English and Spanish. Yeah. A little bit of French. Like I can understand it, but I was gonna ask if you speak both fluently, but I, I don't know if you Yeah, I, I speak Spanish fluently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bilingual. English not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I have, pe I have people that I've met where they're like, they're apologizing because they are not saying things correctly in English, whether it's the pronunciation of the word or how they say a phrase or whatever. And I'm like, mm -hmm. how many languages do you speak? They're like four. I was like, what the fuck? You never have to apologize ever <laughs> for saying anything wrong. I barely have a handle on one language, and French is like, and yeah. it's like yeah. I can hear it a little and read a little bit of it, but not much. Like not yeah. definitely not bilingual, that's for fucking sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, shows, it just reminds me how lazy I am. I'm like, I have no motivation to learn another language. Did they speak other languages to you when you were a kid or just Spanish? No, just Spanish. Yeah, just Spanish and English. My they mom did like... They mostly spoke Spanish to you when you were a kid, right? Yeah, like uh, like 99% of the time it was Spanish. So what happened with English when you went into school? Oh my God, so... Like, were you just learning English, like, as an author? <laughs> what the fuck happened? It was mostly TV. Your parents it was were mostly like, TV. here, you can't open a pineapple and... <laughs> well, you know, you know what's so funny about that is that I grew up with people, uh, like, in the same situation where their, pa- their parents spoke 100% Spanish, they were born in Canada, and... Uh, they kind of learned like English, like by proxy, like you just pick it up or whatever. And my English is like, my English is fine. Like sometimes I'll probably catch myself saying some things weird, but uh, like my, my Spanish isn't that great either. Like I, the, the funny thing about that is like my Spanish is a Spanish type of slang that was spoken in the eighties. So really, it's like you time warped my language. And I still speak like the English equivalent of like a Bart Simpson. Like you're saying like Calabunga and totally dude, you know? Oh my God, that's so funny. And is it because you don't speak Spanish with people like currently? Yeah. And, and because of the way that my parents, the way that when they left, they spoke that kind of Spanish, right? Like the, the eighties type of Spanish. So they didn't have any introduction of new Spanish, right? So the Spanish that I speak is the same thing. It's like an 80s type of slang Spanish. And the Spanish that we already speak isn't like, it's not like European Spanish, you know? It, it, it's, it's like a redneck speaking English, right? And then after you time warp that redneck from the 80s, and he has all his 80s redneck slangs. Redneck, 80s, Spanish. <laughs> yeah. So when I speak it, it's really like, it's, it's different. Like some words I use are like, you know, the equivalent of me saying like calabunga, you know? And people would look at me like, what the fuck are you saying? I'm so like, I don't other, know any other words. When you speak to other Spanish people, they're yeah. like, they're like, fuck are you saying? Sometimes, like if I get excited. <laughs> If I get excited and I try not to hide like that dialect, because I try to hide that, like there's like a whole rhythm of speaking Spanish. So if I try to, I try to like keep it as basic as possible, then they'll just be like, all right, you just speak Spanish. But if I get like excited and I want to say the things that I want to say, I'll start like speaking in like a rhythm. And after like, it sounds like I'm making up words to them. But if I'm speaking with like somebody who was born in the eighties, or who was raised around that like eighties type of Spanish, then they'll be like, Oh yeah, I get what you mean. You know, but it's kind of, oh my you know, God. It, it's really odd. It's very odd. And I got that when I went back to El Salvador not long ago, like a couple years ago. And I was speaking it like, I was excited because I was like, Oh, these people speak kind of like the same Spanish that I speak. Like there's like a certain rhythm of speaking it. And when I said like some words, they'd be like, I haven't heard that word since like the eighties. And I'd be like, Oh no, I don't know any other word than to use, you know? And they'd just like, look at me funny. Did they correct you? Were they like, this is the word we use now? No, they would just laugh. So what did you think when you went back, when you went to El Salvador? That wasn't your first time though. That was my first time. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Really? It was first and only time. 
So what was it like? Uh, it's, it's different. Like it's, it's, you know, I felt the weather was perfect. Like I really felt. Oh. You're, like, I, you're so white. I, I, the weather was so nice. So no, white. But, the weather was fantastic. <laughs> How no, was your home country? The weather was fantastic. So the, 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 the reason I say that is because, uh, I have like allergies here. Like I can't breathe here. Like I'll wake up and I'll start oh, sneezing. Yeah. So when I went there, like all my sinuses cleared up, my mouth wasn't like moist, like, like it is right now. Uh, like, uh, like I just felt like I could breathe. Like I felt alive and it, it was probably because of like the death in the air or the weather <laughs> or the humidity. Like there was something there yeah, that what? made me feel like what do you alive mean death in the air do they well it's, it's a high like murder do they capital people for like for petty crimes and stuff like that no but like there's like a lot of like gang violence and street oh. gang and all the people that they deported they like they <laughs> learned those are the people that are like killing there they procreated and made more yeah they made more of their yeah selves. yeah yeah yeah. And you know, the craziest thing about that is that the people who get deported, like a lot of them left like when they were kids, like, let's say they, they left El Salvador in the, in the, in the eighties. And then after they get deported in the nineties, sometime, they're probably like 14, 15, 16, they get sent back to a country where they like, they don't know the country. Like they don't know El Salvador. They only know like American or Canadian life. Yeah, and yeah. their Spanish too is fucked up. Like they hardly speak Spanish and they just speak English when they go back to El Salvador. And there's like these English, like American, like born guys that are trying to live amongst other Spanish speaking people. So you have like this like weird, dynamic of like people who just speak English, who don't speak Spanish or speak up a fucked up Spanish who are just trying to live like in those countries. So, uh, you know, and then after that's why you have like this like high crime rate, these guys just live in like shacks and. Well, that happens in Mexico so much too, right? Like they yeah. send people back and then they, you know, then they, they're so disoriented because it's not their country of origin, but they're yeah. from there and they, they speak yeah. dialect and it's not what they speak in the place that they're sent to. And then they end up like the, not, uh, not everybody, but a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people are gangs and things like yeah. that. Like they don't know what else yeah. to do. They're like, yeah. they're like getting together with other people that make sense to them. And then they're yeah. you know, doing yeah. shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird situation. Like, I mean, like, I get it. Like, you got to fucking deport people. You got to put them in prison. You got to do all these weird things. And it seems like there's, like, no solution. And it's like, what do you do? It's, you know what I mean? What do you do? If, it's not an easy solution. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the solution is there. Yeah, there, there, no one knows. Yeah, no. Like, it's no not one an easy one. I, everyone gets so riled up about stuff like that, like being deported and yeah, there's yeah. yeah, there's some unfair situations where people are getting deported, but there's also yeah. situations where like, hey, you're a dickhead and you yeah. need to go to your own country. And like yeah. that's a situation where like, I mean, maybe from the outside it seems unfair, but like, yeah, they committed a bunch of crimes. They have yeah. to go home. They have yeah. to go home. <laughs> Yeah. And and, and it sucks. There's other situations too where like um 
where they have like kids and and their kids are like in university and then they're just like yeah we're, where people should be deported and they're not like there's a guy mm. i don't know what his name is he was married to sharon tate and he's a french director and he ended up being um he ended up oh I, it was some horrible crime with a 13 year old girl oh plansky plansky yeah hiding in france or something like that like what yeah. why is he allowed why is he why is he hasn't he been sent <laughs> home because if if that was if i if i was the person that was deciding i'd be like get the fuck out of here what is yeah. Go yeah. home and serve your sentence because you're a garbage person, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's fucked up. And it's fucked up. But he had a great movie. It's like his art superseded his, uh, his personality. It's like Michael Jackson, you know? We don't know if he did it, but I still listen to Michael Jackson. You know, yeah, he's licking really, a-holes with yeah, the, you that, know, little that's kids. A really, really, that's a tough situation because, like, I mean, they're already, it, it's fucked up because their celebrities should not supersede what they did as human yeah. beings. It shouldn't. Yeah. But also, like, you were enjoying your music for so long and, like, my yeah. was an icon. But, like, I have to say, personally, when I listen to his music now, I feel very uncomfortable. Do you, you know, really? Like, oh, my God. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't watch that documentary because I couldn't. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I watched the first part and I was like, I, I get it. Uh, it feels like I'm watching child pornography. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard a, I got like a synopsis of it, and then I was like, no, I can't do it. But but yeah. I have to say, like now I'm thinking like, oh man, I feel really uncomfortable watching his really listening to his. Yeah, I feel very uncomfortable. Interesting. Yeah, there's a few people where that's happened where they like do something really shitty, and then like Woody oh. Allen. Yeah, Woody Did you hear Allen. About Woody yeah. Allen. Yeah, and Woody Allen, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, he's another one. Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah. I love his music, but I'm like, yeah, you're kind of like yeah. incestuous and like also uh, a child rapist. <laughs> it's just so, it's yeah. so gross. Uh, I, I always find, you, you must be more normal than I am because I always find myself like rationalizing their behavior. And not like I don't, uh, I don't pardon or forgive like what they've done. Like it's like I always think like you know every person has their own shit. And if if you produce something like uh, like let's say like you're Beethoven or whatever, like you you can just flat out say this is legendary. And if in his personal life, you know, let's say he had slaves and he beat his wife and he did all these horrible things, I'm you know. Even if he was like a Hitler, I, I'm still able to be like, well, his music is still, you know, beautiful. You can't, you know, as, as much as we want to hate on that person and censor them, I still can't deny like the art that they've produced. Because then after I also rationalize it in another sense, I'm like, there were probably other people involved. Like, you know, like I think like Michael Jackson, he uh, he was a singer, but then after he had like producers and he had drummers and he had like a whole bunch of musicians who shouldn't have to, you know, take the blame as well as being child molesters or knowing that they've associated with a child molester. You know, it's 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 tough because it's like, but probably every time I listen, I'm just contributing to the Jackson estate. 
where they're, yeah. you know, covering that up. So it's like, fuck, like, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't like to think about it. And, and like, I still rationalize it. I'm like, nah, but you know, his music is still whatever. And, you know, yeah. it's better not yeah. to get to know the personality or the person who, well, you know. Well, that's the thing is that like, I think in this day and age, it's kind of, it's interesting because in this day and age, when we feel like we're so privileged with celebrities to actually, to, to know what their, their very deep personal life is like, mm-hmm. we all feel like we're privileged to know that information. Like as yeah. soon as you, somebody comes out, like there's this celebrity, oh, that's great, this new celebrity. What's their sexuality? Who are yeah. they married to? What did they do in their past life? And like we, it's unprecedented that we know. Yeah. I think it's it's weird because we're in this age where like it's unprecedented information that we're receiving, and we're too stupid to do anything with it. Yeah, we're too, we're too fucking. <laughs> like when yeah. else would you like with Beethoven? Like it, back in the day when Beethoven yeah. was around. If that's the stuff he was doing, if he was no, it wasn't. I just made all that stuff up. But like, if you know, if it was back in the day and people knew all that information about him, would they react the same way? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. It's unprecedented knowledge that we have, and it's like, yeah. like un- uncomfortable amount of knowledge that we have about celebrities and like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think artists are probably like uh, entertainers. It's like okay, like we could blackball an entertainer. You could say I'm not gonna fucking watch his movie. Like Weinstein, you could be like, okay, fuck that guy. He's a sick director, but he's associated with like Quentin Tarantino and all his movies. And you know, it's like, what do you do? Do you hate just the fuck? Like you know the. Weinstein credit comes up and you just say, oh, fuck that guy. He's a fucking piece of shit. And after the movie starts, you're like, oh, yeah, that was a good movie. Quentin Tarantino directed it. And after we're going to find out Quentin Tarantino did some shit. And after, you know, you're just, just going to keep going and going. And like, I like to just be like, okay, compartmentalize, separate the art from the artist. Yeah, I think like, in some sense you do have to compartmentalize to actually, especially in this day and age, I think you have to com- compartmentalize to enjoy some forms of entertainment. Yeah. It's yeah. like um, comedy is actually a really great, um, it's a really great example because yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of like comedians push boundaries yeah. and they talk about stuff that's like risque and they're yeah. making fun society and and because yeah. of where we are in society now there's a lot of things that people are taking i think too seriously when yeah. it's coming from a comedian but also but also it it is coming from a comedian so it's like i feel yeah. like a lot of my values i have to kind of shut them off a little bit when i'm watching comedy unless yeah. it's totally outrageous but like there's a you know i would consider myself to be a feminist but some yeah. of my very favorite comedians they mm-hmm. fucking so many horrible jokes about women and I laugh yeah. at them because I know that yeah. it's not I know it's not what they actually think. I know mm-hmm. it's a joke. I can totally mm-hmm. laugh about it. But I think I think that's a tough thing with with entertainment now is you do have to compartmentalize a little bit yeah. to enjoy it. Or yeah. you're gonna be fucking mad about everything. Like there's people yeah. out there that they're mad about be- Beethoven's fictional problems. They're mad, <laughs> mad about, they're mad about Michael Jackson. They're mad yeah. about you know and like I, I'm yeah. just 
know. I kind of want to, I think I'm like you in certain situations. I'm like, I just want to be entertained though. Yeah. So selfish. Yeah. But it's really bad. I mean, you, the thing yeah. is that you get one time around, you get one yeah. time around. Are you going to be upset about everything that you know? Uh, <laughs> probably not. You know, I like to laugh. I'm probably just going to laugh at whatever it is, unless it's really bad. If it's poorly yeah. delivered, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've experienced that. Like, well, I've experienced it, but I've been like, I've seen live comedy and we were at the comedy store and it was Don Barris and it was like, it was maybe like 3am or 2am and he just comes on at the end and he's just like, everybody's gone. There's like four or five people left. There's like drunks and just home it looks like homeless people in the crowd and like the servers and it was just like really it was really bad like it was awful and it was so uncomfortable and it felt like he had us like hostage because like if i were to get up he's gonna say something like that's how close he is he's like where like where are you going you know and he was just and, and the comedy was so like awful and 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 cringy but a part of it like i'm just like they have to push the line. Even if you're a part of the comedy, like if you're the one that's going to be made fun of at that moment, it probably sucks. But looking back at it, you're like, Oh, like I, I, it's just hard. It's hard to go through. Or or when you're the butt of the joke, it's like, it's easy to laugh at other people's misery. But when you're that person that's getting made fun of, it's like, Oh man, like that didn't feel good. But then after yeah. you should be able to look back. Yeah, that's exactly. not not immediately, but I guess like in the, I don't know, however long it takes you to like look back and be like, that's that was either fucked up or it was funny or it sucked. You know what I mean? And it's it's like when somebody makes fun of you, you're just like, oh, that's that sucks. It was funny, or you know, you move on, or it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, in the end, it really doesn't mean anything, but. Yeah, they. I think it's they have to find out where their line is. But that's the that's yeah. it. That's but that's comedy, right? Like you have to keep pushing. They got to figure the, out the, the needle. Yeah, and there is no line eventually. Yeah, I think it's there's there's probably no line, especially yeah. With comedy. I mean, it maybe in mass in like mass media there's a line somewhere. Yeah, but it's yeah of, for sure. It's blurred though, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't like putting labels on things like, you know, you say, oh, this is a female comic or this is a, you know, a black comic. Like they do that a lot with um, with like black comedians. I, I remember they like they'll have like, oh, this is a black comedian. This is for black people. It's like I could equally like this or female comics. You say, oh, this is a female comic for females. This is who I'm catering to. It's like, why don't we just say funny person, not funny person? Yeah, there's this really interesting, um, there's this really interesting like rebuttal or argument for that particular thing. And it, it is that there's, there is such a minority with, um, black entertainment, Mm. female entertainment. I get it. Because there's that minority, what you have to do is you have to, you actually have to. Um, segregate it in and and talk about it in the way of it is it's for the black community or it's for the female community Mm. or whatever community it's for and it's because 
the, you have to try and saturate the market with those types of people mm. that are catering, yeah. catering for in, um, minority groups or whatever. Yeah. So that you don't have to do it eventually because it is, <laughs> because, but it is, it's dumb though. Cause yeah. I think the same thing. I'm like, well, I don't know. I just think they're funny or they're not funny. I didn't really yeah. look at it as like a racial thing or sexual yeah. thing or whatever or gender. Yeah. Thing. I didn't yeah. look at it like that, but, but I also see the problem with it, with not, yeah. because if you don't do it, you will, you will never have enough people in that, in the market so that we don't have to do that eventually. Yeah. So I think it's like, it's kind of a means to an end, or at least I, I hope it is because it's yeah. really, really bad yeah. some groups where it's like, yeah you know you it's so segregated into it's, yeah it, it, this person is catering to this group this group this group this yeah group, this group. you're like yeah ah, it hurts my soul but i know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah it's so true like I, I i get like the the principle of it it's like yes it makes sense but then after you're just like oh but it doesn't it shouldn't it, i guess it does because um you like uh like identity and all that stuff. Like you'll see like, oh, this is a, a Latino comic for Latinos. And after I watch, I'm like, fuck this bullshit. Like, I don't, I don't, um, what do you call it? Identify or think any of these things are funny. Like you're not funny, you're a fucking hack. And then after, you know, there, but there are other people who are like, ah, oh, I identify this way. This is how I see myself. And that's it. Like you, and you see it in sitcoms too. Like you see some sitcoms they have like a wide range of people and you're like, this is the Indian guy. This is the black guy. This is the female. And this is the white guy and the white guy's stupid and the females empowered. It's like, we could have done this without, I don't know. It just feels so, it, it feels like it's removing. Yeah. It feels forced. It feels yeah, like yeah. Well, I, I, we're doing a great job. Yeah, we're, we're doing a great job. We've, brought together all of these <laughs> aspects of humanity and, and yeah. social groups. I, yeah. I hate that forced feeling too. Like I understand why it has to happen. Yeah, and sure. I think it's hard for people like you and I, cause like, I think, I mean, I don't know for you in particular, but I can just imagine like no. similar to me where you're like, you don't, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't care what you are or who you yeah. are or what like, yeah. it's like you're a good person. I don't, yeah, exactly. I, I don't give a shit. I'm going to treat you the exact same way I treat yeah. every single person. Like if you're a shithead, I'm going to, I don't want to talk to you. If you're nice, yeah. you're nice, I don't care. You know, yeah. you know, and the same with my entertainment. Like I just consume entertainment of like, Oh, yeah. I, I, I think this is funny. I'll watch it. Oh, I like this music. I'll listen to it. And yeah. I'm very like multifaceted that way. I, it, yeah. it, it's, I think that type of behavior in the media is for people that are really one dimensional and they're, yeah. like, they're like, I, I only, I identify, it's the identity. Yeah. Thing. It's the identity. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, I identify with it because like when I think of like identity, I think back to like when I was, you know, 10 years old and the music that I was listening to, I was listening to like, you know, the top forties. Or, or whatever the fuck, like whatever was popular at the time and whoever I thought was popular in that circle or whoever I wanted to identify with. And I could be like, oh yeah, that person likes that music. So I guess I like that music. But then after around like 13, you're like, you know what? I like fucking rap music. I grew up in the hood. I don't give a fuck, but I also like techno. I yeah. also like metal. I also like Marilyn Manson. I yeah. like... NWA as much as I like Marilyn Manson. 
And when like you're walking with your discman and the local kid looks at you like, what are you, what are you, what are you listening to? And I'm listening to Marilyn Manson and he's like a hood guy. He's like, what the fuck? Like, why are you listening to that? And, and you feel stupid and you feel out of place and you walk away and you're like, I don't go fuck. I like Marilyn Manson, you know, equally as much as I like, you know, whatever it was like NWA or Eminem, you know, you could equally like all these things. And if you care about what other people think, or if you care about what Philip wanting to be put into like a group, like I like country music. I like old country music. Like the kind that, the kind that sounds racist, like it sounds racist, but it's not, it's about love. It's about dancing. It's about having a good time. Yeah. You know, I like that kind of country music. Now, if I'm around like my, like guys who just listen to rap music and they see me listen to the country music, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you listening to that shit? And I'm like, I like it. It's up tempo. It's talking about love. It's a simple message. And this is the kind of music that I like to listen to. Cause I don't, I don't identify as just purely being a country person you know? Yeah. And I don't just identify as, you know, and it's like, you get the best of all worlds. It's like, we're so fortunate to have, you know, all these variety of fucking kinds of things that we can incorporate into our life and just be like, I don't know, this is my playlist. This is what the fuck I like. And that's it. I think North Americans feel, I think a lot of people feel really uncomfortable with having a lot of options. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if that's where the identity thing is coming from. I, I don't really know because, like, I went through a phase where I was, like, probably in my early 20s, like, late teens, and I was, like, mm. I was, like identifying certain groups or certain, mm. certain and I was, like, this, this is me, this is me, I identify with yes. this. But, but now, like, as I got older, I was, like, ah, I feel like I'm in this gray area all the time with everything and, like, I just do, I just consume things that I like to consume entertainment wise or, or yeah. socially or whatever. Like I just, and I, you know, I, I think I just become kind of like, I enjoy multicultural or, or whatever. Yeah. whatever. Just, yeah. just as of that, you know, but I don't know. I, I don't really understand yeah. really the whole identifying with one group and then. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You know, what's so funny about that. Like I almost got kicked out of my anthropology class in university. Because I, because I, like, as much as I think that it's, uh, that it's important to, you know, embrace other cultures and to embrace, like, the uniqueness of, of things that exist in the world. Like, if you think of, like, like, music is a perfect example. Like, I like African music and some Arabic music. And, but I could equally say, like, I think Indian music is fucking shit. Like, it's fucking shit. And yeah, I could I say that. that. And, but I enjoy their dances. I think their tempo yeah. is great and they're upbeat and they're so happy and they're choreographed, but I think their music sounds like shit. And it was the same thing. As much as I could say, like, because in, anthropo- in the anthropology course, there was this idea that, like, no, you can't judge. You can't, you can't be critical like that. I'm like, we can accept all these cultural things but we could still say we should still be like have freedom of speech enough to say that like no i think that that practice is fucking stupid like female mutilation 
or, you know, circumcision or whatever the fuck it is that the practices that you see, I shouldn't have to say that like, oh, like, uh, that's fine. Like, it's just all great. It's like, no, it's not all great. There are bad things and there are good things that you should be able to say this music fucking sucks. New country music is bullshit. Yeah. New country music fucking blows. Old country music, it's pretty good. Pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, I think like I think people are just so afraid. I think they're just so afraid to to toe the line of like being not even toe the line. I think they're afraid to get into you know it's racist or it's xenophobic it's so true they're afraid of being called racist and it's so silly because like somebody calling them out if if, if there's some music that you don't like yeah be able to say like i I actually just think that shit yeah but because what i'm saying but what i'm saying is like like I could say like the music is like the music sucks. I don't like the music for me. I'm not saying that those individuals should go to hell and die. You know what I mean? It's like people take it people take it like the wrong way. It's like like I think new country music is shitty pop rap country. Like it's uh, it, it's garbage. It's honestly like it's like it's like if you take the the worst rap music done by white guys and then after put guitars to it like shitty pop guitars that's my opinion but i don't think that those musicians or the people that uh listen to that or the people who support that should go to hell and die you know we shouldn't hang them they could they're entitled to like their music and they probably hate the music that i like and it's like we should be allowed to say these kinds of things even if it's not popular or if it's you know it doesn't matter if somebody says you know this music sucks or you know but i think that people are afraid to say or to push it just like a little bit and just to say like you know that's fucking bullshit because then after they just carried it to like races it's like well those people should die they're you know they always feel yeah. that it's going to progress to well, the next level it's so interesting with folks because I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that those people are probably like left people, right? And it's mm. so interesting with left people, even left leaning yeah. people, because extreme left is almost yeah. extreme right in the terms of in terms of like censorship and whatnot, right? Because like, yeah. like when you're extremely left, all of a sudden you're not allowed to say you're not allowed to say so many things, and and it's yeah. like I, you know, I am not. I am not xenophobic, racist, sex. Like, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> it's so like, stupid that you have to preface it that way. You have to preface <laughs> it. Like, it's so silly. Like, yeah. people just automatically assume that that's what you mean. And it's like, do, are, do you think those things? I, th- I feel like a lot of times it's their own discomfort. Mm. And like, yeah. they're like they're, they have weird thoughts about things. So then they have to go go to that place all the time. And yeah. You're like, fuck are you even talking about yeah i just hate shitty new country it's just yeah i i used to have the problem in elementary school about like how teachers spoke to me because i was i never grew up in kind of like a in a like like my parents never talked to me like i was a child my parents were extremely loving like very very nice and 
and uh, very uh, affectionate and very loving, but they never talked to me like, uh, like in like a patronizing kind of like tone. Like they never said like, okay, you gotta like do this like that little Timmy and you gotta, you know, like it was very, and when I went to, when I went to elementary school, like it was very, like I felt like I was being like patronized all the time by the teachers. Like they'd be, well, you can't, and I'd be like, I have no respect for you. Like, why are you yeah. talking like this? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I used to not do well in those classes because I didn't respect the way that like they thought was like, all right. And it, it's like, I feel bad because it's like, I probably was more of like a pain to them because of that. Like, I don't respect you because you don't talk to me like a normal person. But I do think that, uh, we're probably losing a little bit of that. We're losing a little bit of that, like normalcy, just be normal. Just don't be so uptight and don't, uh, you know. Oh, you think that we're infantilizing the public? I think so. A little bit, yeah. Oh my God, I think we infantilize the society like crazy. It's ridiculous. Like we're, but they're, we're like adult people. I think we can probably manage having to about things yeah the thing is is that people are very uncomfortable with having conversations about things that they're uncomfortable with or that they don't agree with which i think Mm. is the stupidest fucking thing stupid i think it's dumb like if you if i don't agree with something i want to talk to you about it i want to know what you think about it and i might not agree with you at the end but i want you to tell me about it yeah i want to see what you think about it like if you have you on something like just fucking tell me about it don't infantilize me and just assume yeah yeah handle your opinion or whatever or or you say all the nice things you're just like oh that's boring yeah it's like (laughs) don't give me all the bullshit i want to know the weird stuff that you're thinking yeah yeah Yeah. i think think we get infantilized yeah we we always want to protect the the feelings i remember there was a, a guy at work that died just suddenly he died. He didn't die at work, but he, he died. He was like, he, <laughs> if he would have died at work, he would have been like, but he, he was like 50 or so. He was pretty young when he died. And, uh, we were never told, uh, we were told in like roundabout ways that he had, like, they didn't even tell us like when he had passed. They just said that, you know, uh, he has unfortunately passed away and that was it. No cause, no, like, I'm like, I, this guy sat like two, two seats beside me and we didn't find out anything. And it was to protect, like, I'm, I I was curious. I was like, uh, just say something. Don't just be honest, just say it. And they just give like this you know, speech that they know. And they're just like, you know, it's sad, blah, blah, and roundabout ways and roundabout, you know, and I'm just like, okay, fuck you. Just tell me. Yeah. Just tell me like, tell, like, why don't you just tell me how he died? And I mean, I guess there's a certain amount of like privacy for his family, but like, but also you probably could handle it, you know, know, we're adults. Yeah. Like he had an unfortunate accident. He was Hopefully it wasn't like a David Carradine situation. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if you found out that like it was autoerotic asphyxiation? Oh my god, that's epic. That's very epic. If that's imagine that's how you want to go. Like that's how you want to end your life. What does that say about you? 
you know, like it, like you, 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 you only get this life and you're like, this is how I want to be remembered. I want people to remember me with my dick in my hands and being hung. Like, that's what, that's, 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 that's how I want to be remembered. And you I have mean, like all these, I, I, I think it was probably an accident. I don't know if that, that's how he wanted to be remembered. <laughs> I mean, unless that's a, a, actually how you wanted to be remembered, I don't well, know. But, but imagine like how serious people take things, you know, like how serious people take life, right? Like people take it so seriously, like, you know, we can't laugh and we can't do all these things. And that's how you go out the most fucking weird way to go out the most ridiculous way yeah the most ridiculous way to go out like it, it it's like you could have been getting fucked by like a dildo and then you hung yourself and then it's like that's how that's how stupid that's just so stupid it's so yeah stupid. what a dumb way to go right like no oh my God. but like i don't know my brain never i don't think i would go to that place of like needing to push boundaries that <laughs> no because you're normal <laughs> you're probably a little bit normal <laughs> well there was a person oh i can't even remember where she was but there was a person recently apparently this happens quite often but she she was dumpster diving and she got she got crushed and in the dumpster in the dumpster and apparently this is like a thing that happens quite often and and i get it it's like it's sad because maybe she wow. was maybe she was sleeping in there she didn't have a place to go and like that's sad maybe she was passed out she was high or something like that like that that's sad but but no. that aside like it is kind of a, a silly way it's crazy imagine imagine you just have like a hard night out and you're just like oh like those those pillows look comfy and it you just warm. go in the garbage and you're just passed out and then the garbage dump friends that threw you <laughs> out, they didn't want to deal with your shit yeah and after you get trampled by like a fucking garbage dump can yeah oh, man got crushed and apparently it's like <sighs> a pretty normal thing to happen people getting crushed in dumpsters oh my god i know so right? how, how do you feel getting older now how do you feel going into your 40s <laughs> uh you know what i actually feel re i feel i was really excited to turn 30 mm. because my 20s were a fucking shit show and mm -hmm. i was a I was an idiot in my, mm -hmm. my, my 20s. I did yeah. my dumb shit. I was like so caught up in a bunch of dumb bullshit. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like the most, I feel the most like myself. Like I mm -hmm. just enjoy my life and be myself now. So I was excited to turn 30 and like leave my 20s behind. And also like, I think when you get, as you get older, there's, there's a, there is a certain amount of wisdom that you get. As hmm. you age. I'm not going to say I'm wise, but I'm definitely <laughs> like more wise than I was when yeah. I was in my early 20s, right? At and least so, it feels that way. <laughs> it feels that way, right? And so yeah. I think I was, I was pretty excited about it. The only thing that's weird I have to say about getting older, because there's stuff about getting older that's not, it doesn't bother me. Like honestly, the wrinkles and stuff, like it doesn't really bug me that yeah. much. I just like joke about it. Gray hairs, I'm, I'm not dying my hair unless, it, unless it's horrible and I look like yeah. shit. And I yeah. don't like it. I'm, not, I'm just gonna fucking leave them. Whatever, my hair is gray. I'm old. Whatever. 
The only thing that's weird is because I'm still in like reproductive age. Mm. So it's a bit weird that I, I, ha- I don't have a kid or anything yet because my biological mm-hmm. clock is mm-hmm. like, hey, remember, remember babies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, it, that's weird. And it's not, yeah. and like I haven't even really fully decided like I don't I've never really had a like I have to have kids which is also mm. weird for me because I'm in that mm. weird group of women that's like ah oh, yeah I don't want a kid around you know like they're nice yeah. and I don't I don't have that need but, yeah. but my biological clock says like whoa hey man, mm. your eggs are getting fucking geriatric <laughs> That's, that's the freedom, man. That freedom, that options, the options that you have. Like, think, like, what do you think your life would have been like if you were born in the 1900s? You know what I mean? Being, being the same person that you are. Like, you're a, you're a woman and you're 14 and you're already being sold off with some cattle to some guy. And now you're having kids and you have like probably like 12 kids. Uh, with my personality, I, I would have been some sort of like gunslinger, I'm imagining. So yeah. Gunslinger, I would have owned a bar probably, and I probably yeah. would have been dead within the next couple of years. Yeah. Or thrown in prison. <laughs> yeah, and I said, with, you're crazy. You have a mind of your own. Yeah, with my mouth, I probably would have 100% been thrown in jail. Yeah. <laughs> It, 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 it's so funny because I like, I don't like to consider myself a feminist or anything like that. Like I, again, like the labeling of all that stuff, but I, I'm so, um, what do you call that? Uh, cognizant of like the, the woman's experience because my mom was, had a lot of, uh, or she does still, she has like a lot of male traits. Like she's very aggressive she will fight anybody. Um, she, I'm, I'm, like I'm not kidding. People? She will scrap. Oh, like that's she, fucking when hilarious. We went to a soccer game once, and this lady was apparently sitting in our seats. And my mom was like, you're sitting in our seats. And she was just like, no, you're, no, we're not. And then after my mom just said, all right, me and you, after, at the, in, in, in the back, I'm going to find you. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And the lady was like, all right, let's go. The, the soccer match ended. And it was a big stadium. This was at, um, uh, I think it was uh, whatever stadiums at University of Toronto near Bloor. We uh, saw like team, team Canada versus Trinidad and Tobago. After the, the, the soccer game, my mom goes out and she tries to find the lady. And she found her. And me and my brothers and my dad, we're walking away. We're like, we're not. My mom's, she's always down to scrap. And she just like got into like a full out fist fight in like this crowd and just started fighting. And I was like, that's insane. My mom is like a man. And, but, but, but the reason why I bring that up is because when she was growing up, she was that kind of personality. She was very like, you know, again, like she's very independent thinking. And if she didn't, you know, defend herself against like a very hyper machismo culture, then they would have had their way with her, you know, and, uh, you know, like her upbringing, she was like a scrapper. She didn't care about like, you know, she would be like, I'll fight anybody. Yeah, and yeah. it's such like an interesting uh, dynamic or, or thing to have. But I'm like, at that time, she was doing, she was like the kill bill 
of her time because she was just kicking ass. And you have to think in like a very like, you know, feminine quality is, you know, what gets you through. And you have to, when she was uh, 16 or yeah, when she was 16, she had a bet with her friend uh, that she could get that uh, a guy that she liked. The, the other girl, she's like, oh no, this guy likes me. And my mom was like, he likes anybody. And then after she was just like, no, she, he only likes me. And my mom was just like, watch, I'll prove it to you. And after she won the bet because she slept with a guy. Oh. And after she went to the other, she was like 16. She's fucking slut. And then after she went to the guy and that guy got her pregnant. And the expectation was that like her mom told her, now you have to get married to that guy. And my mom's like, fuck that. I don't like that guy. Like that guy's a piece of shit. Like, fuck him. I'm not going to marry him. I'll have, I'm going to have the baby, but I'm not going to marry him. And my mom got kicked out of her house at 17 years old because she didn't want to marry that guy. Wow. And, and like times were like tough and she made things a lot uh, worse for herself, but she always like stuck to her guns. Like she was like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to listen to the rules because the rules didn't make sense for her. The rules weren't in her favor. And if she was going to do something, then she'll have to do it herself, you know, and she wasn't going to listen to the, the common wisdom of the time where she probably would have had a safe life and she would have gotten married, but she would have been in this prison that she couldn't escape if she got too into it. But instead oh, she just wow. cut it off and was just like, fuck that. So she and had the baby? She had the baby. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you and have a half brother then. Yeah. I have a half brother. My oldest brother is a half brother. Oh, and wow. the fun, wow. the funny thing, uh, when she met my dad, she really like, liked my dad she was the one that asked him to marry her. She was like, you're going to marry me. And my dad's like, all right, uh, I guess. Awesome. And she didn't tell him that she had a kid. She was just like, oh, that's my, uh, my little nephew, my cousin or something like that. And she would just bring him around. And after when they got married, she was just like, oh, that's my, uh, that's my son. And my dad's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but he raised them as like if he was his own you know, uh, son, I guess, yeah. you know, but so did that change your view on, on, or I mean, maybe it didn't change. I guess it gave you a different view on a female experience having a mom like that. I like it, it just made me more like empathetic. Like, uh, she had to struggle a lot to, to do it her own way. And now we're really fortunate that we live in a time where we have all these kinds of, um, uh, protections in place, I guess, through like law, but also like, you know, uh, social awareness, like, you know, at least I don't think that like, you know, women are getting beaten regularly like they were in the night in the 1940s or thirties or whatever. I'm sure it still happens, but we have, uh, um, you know, we know that that's not right to do. And we know that, you know, there's like a higher, it's not uh, a social no yeah it's not yeah although it does yeah. it is frequent it's like different than it was yeah and, and that's mind-boggling to me because i always just thought well my mom will just punch my dad in the face if that happens <laughs> you know or she'll stab him whatever <laughs> stab him. 
Yeah. You know, your mom so, sounds like a scrappy bitch. Yeah, I, I want to interview her because she's incredibly honest, but it's just, I don't know how much uh, she'll keep talking to. Like, she'll talk to me in English, and after she'll go into Spanish. So I want to try to get a, a good interview out of her because she's hilarious. She's she's incredibly funny. Oh, really? You know what? Yeah. If, you, if you decide you want to. Uh, because you're saying you have trouble talking on your own. If you want to co-interview, I'd co-interview your mom. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. she sounds yeah. like a crappy lady. I want to talk. Yeah, to she's her. she's fun. She's very honest. That you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't think that she'd be somebody who would like you know want to like scrap with anybody because she's so like nice and loving. You know, she's like, oh, she's you have to eat. <laughs> yeah, but she'll like you know she'll she doesn't care about scrap. She'd be like, oh, you gotta fucking hold your own. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and it, so so like a, it, again, like speaking about like that um, like feminism and and like being like a, a like a, a lady or whatever. It's like. A, I could <laughs> it's like those those ideas and like it's so conflicting in my brain like I always just think I'm like well you're a woman you could do whatever you want to do but then after there's still like that uh biological clock that's in you that yeah, is like telling you to reproduce and it's a weird, God, it's a fucked up sensation to have I have to say because like you know when you are an independent person and woman like i am it's really weird to have that sensation it's like yeah. most of the time i don't think about it but then every once in a while it fucking pops up and then i'm like jesus christ yeah. I, I just you're just kind of like a slave to your biology a little <laughs> bit, you know like you yeah. are a little bit there's there's yeah. some things that you just can't help but yeah. you know. so yeah. how what do you think about getting older I don't know. I just feel calmer. I feel, yeah. I, I feel like calmer. I feel less inclined to, uh, I mean, I've always been like a really old person at heart. Like I want yeah, to do the true. least, I, I want to sit down in quietness and I want to, uh, you know, have as, uh, no chaos in my life. Like I've always kind of like adhere to that principle since I was like 15 I've always like eliminate all chaos and have quiet time yeah yeah and now I'm at that age where it's like I've maximized quiet time <laughs> yeah I think it's it's interesting if you've kind of always been an old soul and then you get older yeah. now it's acceptable for me to be like Whole, like quiet yeah. and I want to stay in and not wear pants for a while yeah <laughs> yeah I, I like I like for 20 year old like men uh I I can understand like it's probably the same bio you're a slave to your biology like where you just want to go fucking pillage you know but <laughs> <laughs> when like 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 <laughs> Like when, you, when you're a 20 year old, like when I was 20, I probably felt like that same angst. Like that's that same, like, you know, like I want to have a, like a, a girl that likes me and I want to have to uh, reproduce and I want to do all these things. And, you know, I, you, I've always felt conflicted because I've never felt 
like at 20 years old, I never felt comfortable like going into like a bar or a club. Like I absolutely hated all that stuff. And I hated small talk and I hated getting to know new people. And I hated, like, I always wanted to, but at the same time, you're just like, yeah, but I have to fucking pillage. Like I have to kick ass. And you, you know, you want to be like an alpha amongst like the other alphas and you want to show what you're worth. And, you know, but as like, I'm older and more comfortable, the, the less and less, uh, that I feel the need to want to do that, you know? And like, I, I never want to go to a bar and I never want to, unless I'm with like really good company, then I'm like, okay. But like, if it's out to, you know, like I always think it's super sad when I see like, you know, 50 or 60 year old guys, like at like a bar or a club trying to pick up girls. It's like, man, like I was done that phase at like 19. How are you still? It's you know, like, it's weird being, I have to say, it's weird being single in 30 because yeah. it's kind of like there's still this weird thing in your 30s where that's how people meet other people, like bars and stuff, mm-hmm. or, like, or like online, and it's all so repulsive to me. It yeah. always has been, but, <laughs> I, but I, I think I thought originally when I was younger, I, I did have a different, a bit of a different mindset about where I was going to be. And so when I was younger, I was thinking like, oh, I, I won't have to worry about that when I'm older. Like, cause mm. I'm going to be with It's just going to happen. You're going to get married happen. and have kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then as it changes, which is probably like 25, it completely changed around. And then I was like, well, fuck, fuck this. I don't want this. And I fucking hate that and blah, blah, blah. So now, and and so now that I'm like single and in my thirties and I still have the same thing of like, I fucking hate going to the bar. And I fucking yeah. hate meeting people online. <laughs> now it's like so difficult for me to meet anybody because I, and I also hate small talk. So I, <laughs> you know, like there's been times where people have like wanted to like, here, I'll set you up with this person. I'm like, nah, <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing ever. Like, ew. <laughs> and like, and I've had situations where like I've been out places, not quite a bar, but like I've been, I've gone to like comedy shows or whatever. And then, you know, somebody's tried to pick me up and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I fucking hate everything about this. And I'm like going along with it because I'm like, I guess this is what you do. But like in no. my brain, I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking <laughs> I want, can I meet somebody at my home? Can they just come to my door? And like, <laughs> how it, it must be a, like, I've never, uh, t- like, I mean, I guess guys don't really have this. Like, uh, guys don't really have like other guy friends who will suggest somebody that you should go out with. I think this is probably a girl thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, what do you think, like when your friends suggest uh, a guy for you to date and uh, like, it, it must be odd for them to think that like this person will mesh with Steph. It's weird. It's fucking weird when like, it's only happened a couple of times, but when it happens, I'm almost like, I hate to use the word, but I'm almost like a little bit offended. Cause like, <laughs> I know a little yeah. bit about them. I'm like, you think that I would like that per- Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, ew. It's yeah. so gross. And like, 
it's this weird thing where you kind of feel like a piece of meat too. Like, yeah, two meat bodies would do. fuck no like that's yeah. so, and like and there's a certain amount of like uh like there's a superficiality to it too but like there's a certain amount of like that person's assuming they know what you think is attractive yeah visually too yeah and then you you see them and you're like what <laughs> 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 me? it is yeah. it's like the most bizarre it's bizarre. I, I remember uh, like when I would go to like the, the dances, like in like school dances in high school and junior high. And every time like they would like the slow song would come on, like the Brian McKnight, like or the Casey and Jojo would come on. It'd always be like this. <laughs> there would always be like an obese like girl who wants to like slow dance with me. And I'd always be like, uh, no, like I would like run away. And I used to always think, I'd be like, man, like, what is that? Like, I only think about that now. It's like, what, what was, like, I wasn't a catch then. Like, because in my mind, I was like, you know, going to dance, slow dance with like the popular girl or whoever was pretty at the time. And yeah. it's like, oh, I must not have been anything special. It's like, <laughs> those were the type of girls that like always wanted to dance with me. And I was always, you know, as like a stupid, like young guy you think that like oh like you're hot shit like you know your shit don't stink and I think a lot of guys have that I don't know some people have it forever uh, but I think it's like something in your like 18 19 20 you know you think that like you're the shit because you have a little bit of confidence and you have a little bit of testosterone so you're like oh no I'm the shit I'm but the I used to it like but, your view of yourself right like oh, yeah maybe I <laughs> Maybe yeah. I wasn't the shit. <laughs> yeah. So I used to always think of it like, you know, the girl that I want to dance with me doesn't want to dance with me. But the, you know, the obese chick that nobody wants to dance with wants to dance with me. So she probably thinks that I'm good enough for her. And if I say no to her, she'd be like, who the fuck does that guy think he is? Oh, you know? man. Yeah. Those fucking weird dynamics are just like, yeah. so I think just like interaction for, partnering is just a fucking, yeah. it's a fucking weird dance yeah yeah courting and all that oh my god it's especially now that it's all online it's fucking so atrocious yeah you met sydney yeah. online right yeah yeah we met on bumble and it was it was so odd like uh i i i have super like low self-esteem or super high self-esteem I don't know. They both look the, they both look the same to me. <laughs> yeah, they're both the same to me. But like when 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 we met, like online, uh, we were. I was like, I was. She. This is what she says. She says that she swiped on me, and then uh, you know she had no experience with it, and you know she had only uh, she had only. Um, like she would message with like other people, but like I was the only one. I don't believe that shit. I think that's, I think that's like the same. I think it's like the same thing where they're just like, oh no, I'm a virgin. And then after you find out, they fucking slug everybody. But it's, but I'll, I'll take her word that she said that, you know, the only one that she really got into it with was me. Um, but uh, when we, 
and and I I hated the fucking apps. Like I really hated meeting all these people. It always felt like an interview, having to go on like dates and having to like feign interest. Like I, I don't feign interest well. Like I like if you tell me you fucking are in law school, I'm like that, that's fucking. I don't fucking give a fuck. Like that's stupid. You're doing what the world tells you to do. You're yeah. a fucking loser, you yeah. sheep. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I want to say. That's what I want to say. I want to say like, go fucking live your life, you loser. Uh, but uh, like when we started uh, like messaging each other, like I, uh, I think I started like making her laugh, and then she was just like, "Yo, yeah, we're gonna." Um, I said like, "Let's we should go out for like a drink," or she said it, and then uh, she said, uh, "She said yeah," and then after she said, "Oh, I can't make it." Um, uh, I got something else to do. And I was like, oh, like, fuck this fucking bitch. Like, she's a fucking, she put me off and she, you know, like, I was just like, they all do the same. They, you know, you have all this amazing conversation and after they, you know, they, they go off with somebody else. Like, I, the, the term is ghost you. And I thought she had oh, ghosted me. Yeah. I thought she, I didn't know what that term was until recently, but I thought she had like ghosted me. And then after, uh, I was kind of like down, like, I was like, man, like I thought I had something with this person. And then she messages me. She's like, okay, like, let's go do like, let's go for, um, a date, whatever, uh, to like, a, uh, a, I was just like, let's go like for coffee because you want to meet them in good lighting. You know, you want to go to like a well lit place to make sure that, you know, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, you have to go somewhere where, where it's well lit. So I was just like, well, I'll meet her at like Starbucks. And if I don't like what I see, then I'll just be like, let's just have coffee and let's whatever. Like, I'm not going to waste my time. Um, but we went, uh, we met at Starbucks and I was like surprised. Like she looked better in person than what her pictures like let out to be. Because all of her, no, 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 but all of her pictures were like joke pictures. Like she was making like stupid faces, like she was like, like just doing like dumb faces um, or like they were far away or like, I don't really remember. So I didn't really know what to expect, but we had like this chemistry of talking and talking shit uh, to each other. And then we, uh, we met up for coffee and then after I was like, okay, like, let's go to like a bar and let's have some drinks and let's talk. And we just both like talked nonstop and we just said all of our shit. Like it was like, it was kind of like a, I thought like it was very off putting. Like I thought like, she's not going to like me. Like she, cause I'm just talking like I'm normally talking. I'm just saying like, you know, like this fucking thing. And you know, I was just letting like my opinions known. Like, I think we were talking about like, you know, taco, like, uh, tacos aren't authentic, you know, it's not real Mexican food or, you know, it's whatever. Like, I was just like, I was like, there's no such thing as authenticity or, you know, I don't know. I was talking like that. And I really didn't think that she liked me, but we talked for like five hours. Um, and, and then, and then, uh, she thought the same thing. She thought that I didn't like her. And then, uh, I texted her like right after. And then, yeah the rest is history. Like we just got along because we were just ourselves. And I, I think that we both came at it from uh, the same kind of, you know, we both have lots of experience and 
we both came at it like I'm just going to be myself. Like this is how I am. You either like it or you know you don't have like some sort of uh, thing in mind that you want to keep up. Like I, like when you're when you're dating or meeting new people, a lot of people have this kind of wall of how they want to be presented, right? Like I want to seem like an intellectual. So I'm going to say all this intellectual bullshit or I want to be seen as like a very dainty person. So, you know, to be taken care of or all these kinds of identities that uh, people kind of feel comfort in, I guess, playing. And then after they find out that they're in a relationship with this, you know, bullshit artist and then after they break up, you know, yeah, so it's a, uh, it's, I don't know. It's just chance, I guess, of finding somebody that, you know, you get along with or, you know, they take your shit, you take their shit, but it's not overall, it's 80% happiness and 20%, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. It probably is like a, especially a chance thing on fucking the internet, like the internet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it, it was really like all, it's just fucking dumb luck. It honestly is like dumb luck. <laughs> It, 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 I can write about that. Yeah, like it, it is. It seems dire, especially when you're like, I'm not old, but like when you're older, yeah. you're like, when you know it's all dumb luck, then you're like, fucking <laughs> damn it, it's all dumb luck, and I'm and I'm in the middle of the luck being not on my side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, like I, I don't know. It's like if you want to open up the doors. Like I, I think like no any girl. Doesn't matter who the girl is, you have no problem of suitors out there in the world. Like there are, there like there. There's, uh, but it's just about finding the right idiot that yeah you know yeah. falls into the right line. Like <laughs> when I watch a uh, ninety day fiance, you see like these guys who are like desperate and they think that they found their soulmate in the Ukraine who they've never met before in their life and the distances that these guys go to pursue that like relationship. It's like, that's mind boggling that, you know, like that's like the, the male need or the, the whatever testosterone or whatever biological necessity is playing into wanting to, you know, establish that relationship with this idealized version of what you think you're going to get because you've just been talking to a picture and you've not met this person. And after you're just, you've idealized so much. And then after you go meet and after you don't vibe with the person, whatever happens, or you force it, uh, you do well, all these things and with so many with i think that happens in just normal relationships too right yeah like you just idealize people so much and then you you get with them and then you're like oh you don't meet the idealized version i have you like this pedestal i put you on i think fiance yeah. is this really interesting extreme version of that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well because it's so bizarre and like ex- yeah. extreme that's all it is it's yeah extreme. yeah version of the way people normally act right yeah and and there's always like ulterior motives and it's like in life like that always exists like you know getting a partner that has money it's like yeah that exists like you want to be comfortable you want it or you know it works both ways you want somebody who's smart who can keep up intellectually you don't want a stupid person or whatever it is that you're looking for yeah uh 
you know, but for them, it's like these ulterior motives that are so blown up. Like the woman is in the Philippines. She only wants a green card. She just wants a better life for her kids and for herself. Like she can probably be sleeping with like a dog. And as long as that dog has a green card or a citizenship, or there's like a chance for citizenship, then they'll do it, you know? And it's, that's so sad to me, but a part of me is like, go for it, girl. You fucking yeah, milk that yeah. cow. And all and you signed up for 90 day fiance. Like yeah. you kind of put it on yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did that shit to yourself and now we get to fucking laugh at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, I gotta go. Okay. We've been talking for a super long time. All right. <laughs> That's the end. Oh shit. I know. You're fucking gabbing forever. We didn't think we were going to have enough content. Now we have hours. Yeah. All right. This shall continue. Yeah. You got to send me um, the audio. Send it to me as, um, I guess you can send it to me as like an MP3 or MP4. Yeah. I think it's, I I think it's recorded as an MP4, um, but I'll, I'll send it somehow. Yeah, I think I think I have my thing set up so I can convert it to like an AIFF or a wave. Can I can I send it through the app? Uh, I think you can send it through the app, or you can Dropbox it to me. Okay, we'll see which one's easier. I need to pee. Yeah. I think yeah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me know if you want to do a co-interview with your mom. I'll totally jump on that. Yeah, we'll see. Well, what else? Thanks for doing the chatting with me it was fun thanks bye see you later say hi to sydney for me i will okay bye bye Bye.